up everyone welcome back to the true blue podcast my name is zach sicardi it is february 3rd we're just rolling through we used to be in february so fine by me uh it's a nice day it snowed it snowed in the last 24 hours and here in new mexico if it snows two inches it's the equivalent of like um 15 inches 20 inches anywhere else really they don't have the proper like road crews and shit to like clean up the roads, the sewage and shit, and it's just yeah, just the climate and everything here. Um, it's weird. It'll snow here and be gone by noon. By the times it'll snow here and it'll be you know, be here the next day or it'll be really cold, so it just sort of sticks around. But it's never that bad. It's never really that bad, thankfully. Coming from New Jersey where it snows like crazy. To then coming out here is definitely the way to do it. Don't don't be living in like fucking Hawaii and then go to North Dakota. You know you're not gonna. Well, you you might. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Who knows? But I paid my dues. I paid all my dues shoveling snow. And don't get me wrong, snow's great. It's pretty. Get you out of school. Sometimes get you out of work. You can build snowmen. You can sleigh ride. You can snowboard. You can ski. You know it's great. It's beautiful. And even right now, like, I have my fucking blinds open and shit, and it's so bright. It's brighter than, like, normally because of all that fucking snow whiteness, you know what I mean? It's really nice that it's just coming on in, coming on into my home. You know, it drives me crazy. You ever be at the grocery store, and you're doing your thing, and they're rigging up all your stuff, and you're right by the little credit card thing, but there's someone, like, right next to you, like, up your ass, and you're not with that person? And you're thinking to yourself, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I remember back in the day, I used to square those people up and just stare right at them. <laughs> I would just stare right at them because in my head I'd be thinking, you must want to pay for this. There's no other reason that you're standing this close to me while I'm trying to complete this this transaction. You know what I mean? Like I'd always think, you must want to pay for this because I don't know you. But usually it's just some old timer who's fucking, you know, got somewhere to go or has no idea of boundaries and shit. But it happened recently when I went to go get some of my fucking like fruits and fruits and vegetables and stuff. I go to this one market and this fucking geezer was like right up my ass. And I'm just thinking like this old motherfucker. He must, you know, but I, I didn't square him up. I, you know, I, I barely even just kind of looked at him. I just, just did my thing in my head, though. I'm thinking, fuck this guy, you know, kind of laughing about it. But yeah, something that I did want to mention. Um, Yeah, just um. Got back from a trip to Arizona, went to Phoenix, went to Jerome, which is like north, uh, and I went to Grand Canyon, and it was amazing. I saw a tool in Phoenix. They were great. Phoenix was 70 fucking degrees, which was really nice. Went to some dope record shops, had a really great Uber driver. I take one Uber every like six years, 
but this guy was great. He knew like Tool, he knew like Pantera, and he, you know, he was into the scene back in the eighties and nineties and stuff. And he was just cool. It was like a great, you know, Uber experience for the once every fucking six years. So yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, bought a lot of good records. Even in the record store, they were playing music I hadn't heard, and I, I discovered that. There were people in the record store I was chatting with. We were talking music. I mean, it was just awesome. Just a great experience in Phoenix. Jerome was great. Jerome was like this little mining town. The singer of Tool has like a winery and like a music store there. We visited both. They were great. Um, it definitely wasn't 70 degrees there. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, but it was really nice. Really, really beautiful. Um, like a minor town. They have like ghost tours and stuff. And definitely a cool place to like visit. You know, it's definitely like a small town vibe. So if you're looking for like a, you know what I'm saying, like a mountainous southwestern little town that has a lot of culture and some really cool shit, um, check out Jerome. It was it was great. So when we were headed from Jerome, we went to the Grand Canyon and we were just, it was great because we just kept driving up the mountain. And then we drove on this road called Primitive Road, which literally it was. <laughs> it was dirt. It was, yeah wasn't kept uh, we were on it for a couple miles too took us to this local highway that we eventually took to the grand canyon um and it was great you know how it is with road trips good conversation you know funny shit lots of music it was awesome and then we got to the grand canyon and that was amazing and i have been there but i actually went in 2003 i drove from new jersey uh shout out to my homie buddy and uh but this time was just so much more. Wow, I just really connected with it. We went to this one lookout point for. I was we, we were probably there for like an hour and a half. In the time that I was there, I had heard like six or seven different languages. You know, all the different people coming and, and checking it out, and it was great. I mean, it was so beautiful. It was blue, blue skies, and uh, just so peaceful. I mean, I see, like, the Grand Canyon, and I just think, how could there not be a God? You know what I mean? It's just so amazing to me. You know, and if you don't believe in God, and you and you go up there, you're going to have a thought like that and go, how, how could there not be something more? You know? How could there not be something more? It's just, it really just, it's so vast and beautiful. And, wow. And yeah, it really, it really uh, does a body good going to places like that. It does a body good. Mind and body. And soul, honestly, the the fucking trifecta, it really does. Um, when I die, I want to be cremated, and I definitely want some of my ashes spread at the Grand Canyon because wowie, wowie, wowie. A um, couple things that drive me crazy: you wash your hands, and then you lift up your hands a little too quick, and uh, the water runs down into your sleeve. Oh my god, I'm ready to fucking brawl right after that. Drives me nuts. And then you got that wet streak <laughs> in your sleeve. Oh, fuck that. I fucking hate that shit. But, like, it's sort of like you don't think about it. When you wash your hands, you're going to raise them. kind of like, you know, maybe shake them or whatever. But then it just drips right down. So so just a little tip there. Don't raise your hands. Let them just fucking stay in that position and then go right to the dryer and shit. And paper towels way better than those fucking air dryers, right? Especially the ones from like the 90s. Those sucked. I'm not a fan of the 
air dry I'd much rather do it myself because then you're just standing there I don't know it's not the place I really want to be in a public restroom you know what I'm saying but another thing that drives me a little wacky is uh, you have like a half empty or an empty water bottle on the driver's side like floor or pardon me the passenger side floor and as you're turning and stuff it's it's rolling back and forth I will drive off a bridge just to stop that literally I, I don't give a fuck it drives me wacky like I'll pick it up, <laughs> open the bottle, chug it, crush it, <laughs> throw it in the back. Oh, it drives me nuts. Uh, but hey, here I am. You know, I, I gotta gotta express, gotta emote, gotta let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? All right, so let's um, let's move on to the self care tip of the week. Cool, cool. So you know what? It's going to be about meditation. I've been doing some meditating lately. Just a little bit each day. It really has been helping me out. You know? It could be a little intimidating as far as like, oh, how, you know, I got to stay focused. I got all this shit with breathing. But as long as you do it and you keep doing it, that's the idea. So I'm going to talk a little about a little bit about mindful meditation here. So just going to kind of keep it simple. I'm going to continue this on session 52 next week. But right now we're just going to talk a little bit about how to meditate. Or at least this is the way that, this is one of the ways you can meditate. So put it like that. So the first thing is take a seat. Find a place that you feel calm. It's nice and quiet for you. Could be any anywhere. Could be on the toilet. Okay? Literally. Set a time limit. Especially if you're just beginning with it. It can really help if you choose a short interval, like maybe five, seven, ten minutes, something like that. Because for me, sometimes it's not so much of like, I got to do it for 30 minutes, otherwise I didn't do it. Fuck that. Especially with stuff like this. And honestly, even with exercise, walk for five minutes, walk for two minutes, start somewhere. Literally, it sounds crazy. It really does. It's like, what are you going to get from it? But you'll see. Because you just increase it by a little bit. So set a time limit. And then getting into the meditation, notice your body. Whether you're sitting in a chair, like on the floor, if you're cross-legged, you know, if you're kneeling, that's all just fine. But just notice it. Make sure that you feel like you're in a stable position too, that you can like chill in for, for a while. And then as you get into it, feel your breath. Follow the sensation of it. Goes in, goes out. Just keep it simple, real simple. Like, if you if you get your mind's going places, literally just focus on your breath. Like like think about your breath. Like any any aspect of it, just that it's coming, you know, going out, coming in. Like I just picture it sometimes. I picture it mostly clear. It's you know all these things that can really help you focus or refocus. And really notice when your mind has wandered. Kind of the same thing, you know. If you start noticing it in a few seconds, minutes, or whatever, just return to the attention of your breath. Return to the attention of something where you can sort of like feel it and feel the rhythm of it. Very similar to like counting in like music. And if you do wander, don't trip out. You know, don't judge yourself or say, I can't do this or I suck at this or anything like that. 
You know, if you find yourself getting lost, just try to come back. You don't have to do it perfect. No one does anything perfect when they first start. So that's that's like the like meat of it, mostly. It's just like trying to focus on your breath, find a spot that's nice and chill, feel your body, notice it, feel your breath, set a time limit, and then try to like close like when you're when you're finished taking a moment and listening to like you know the sounds of the environment if there's outside noise try to notice your mind and your thoughts you know maybe say a little prayer at the end or you know do something that you like to do or you know look at a fortune cookie or something but that's just kind of what I want to get into just really the the simplest way to just try to um just try to attain some peace some serenity so, a little bit of mindful meditation. And then next week, we'll probably get into, like, uh, basic stuff about it or beyond meditation. We'll talk a little bit about that. So, there you go. Now, let's fucking let's get into some poetry. I'm going to read some poetry. So I'm going to read from this haiku anthology, literally called the Haiku Anthology. It was edited by Cor Van Den Heuvel. I probably said the last name wrong. Cor Van Den. That's pretty cool. That's pretty core. <laughs> All right. So these are. Uh, this is a great collection. I got this probably in like 2006 at Borders Books. Rest in peace. Uh, I'm just going to read some haiku from it. Next to the wanted poster, the man with the goatee. That's awesome. Through binoculars, a woman looking at me through binoculars. <laughs> That's awesome. I had some of these underlined, so I'm trying to just look for those and read those. Morning surf, a dog fills the sky with seagulls. Long meeting, I study the pattern embossed on the napkin. Long July afternoon at the railroad crossing, the train goes on and on. Back from vacation, I let traces of sand remain in the car trunk. How desirable, in the thrift store window, my ode... Ma jog set. Coming home weary, the broken tread announces my floor is next. Unexpected news, she stands staring into the cuttery drawer. Chill night after you, the toilet seat, slightly warm. Eh. Read that again and comment on that. Chill night after you, the toilet seat, slightly warm. Not the f- not a fan of the warm seat. I like it to be fresh. I like it. I just like to imagine it's just me in the toilet, like first time to feel someone else has been there. Just ugh, no thanks. It's a little weird. A little weird. Here we go. Weightlifter slowly lifting the teacup. Downpour. The palm reader does her nails. Old retriever. He opens one eye at the toss stick. No matter where I stand. 
barbecue smoke. <laughs> That's great. Snowflakes fall into the darkness of the tuba. Pretty cool. This spring rain, the thief too curses his job. Holding the water held by it, the dark mud. Yesterday's paper in the next seat, the train picks up speed. Rest stop in the darkness, the grass stiff with frost. On the ceiling, a large leak stain, autumn coolness. The flatbed of baled hay rocks with the tractor's pole, Indian summer. Far into twilight, milkweed crosses the meadow, the evening star. Mental hospital, my shadow stays outside. <laughs> Passport check, my shadow waits across the border. After the search for meaning, bills in the mail. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thick fog lifts. Unfortunately, I am where I thought I was. <laughs> See, it's good to have a good sense of humor. Boy, some of these are... Alone at last, I wonder where everyone is. A sigh from her, then one from me. Two pages turn. Bouncing along the guardrails, car shadow. Moon breaks over the hill. A dreaming driver dim his brights checking the driver as I pass a car just like mine that's great let's read five more five's a good number I look for ones I specifically highlighted oh, there's one waiting for guests a corner of the rug keeps turning up ah that's great we've all been there drop of ocean in my navel reflects the amusement park amazing tonight nothing to write but this driving out of the car wash clouds move across the hood e. long winter night I open the red cookie tin for needle and thread alright shit that was some good shit that was the haiku anthology Let's move on to the True Blue Song of the Week. All right. So the song I chose was, uh, or I should say is a song called God Bless the S.O.S. by The Explosion. Off of their album Flash, Flash, Flash in the year 2000. You know, I heard this band. I went to CD World where I eventually got a job. And they were, you know, I think they were playing them there. And the guy working there at the time who later became my friend uh, was telling me about them. And they were on a label that typically didn't put out like this kind of punk rock. The label was J-Tree. They put out a lot of like kind of like emo, like post pepperoni post whatever um and then here they are with the explosion which the explosion are like a street punk band um and really refreshing especially in the year 2000 it had that feel of old and new you know like you're like you like listening to it you'd think 
certainly this is from, you know, the 90s or the 80s or something, but it sounds really, like, newer, you know, like a little bit more produced or, you know, more um, progressive. So it has that kind of in-between feel, which is a good sign when it comes to music, especially punk rock music. Uh, really good melodies, really good breakdowns in this song. Um, great lyrics, of course. And this whole album, and this band as a whole is really good. Great punk name, The Explosion, which to me, again, lends itself to the, this has been around a while, right? Nope. Nope, maybe just a couple of years. Uh, really good uh, vocals, really good lyrics, as I was saying. Um, kind of clean, very snotty punk, uh, but also very clean, so you could really understand, in my opinion, what he's saying. Um, and yeah, like even when you look at the like guys in the band and the sort of art direction that they took, you can kind of tell that it's, uh, you know, seems like it, that they've been around way way longer than they have. Uh, so I'm going to read some of the lyrics to the song. Well, some of them, I'll just read all of them. <laughs> All right, the song is God Bless the SOS. God bless the kids who never talk out of turn, the kids who never learn how to live. They love the kids who keep their hands to themselves and take just as much as they give. Who's going to save you when you can't save yourself? Better listen, man, you're on a road to hell. Who's going to save you when you can't save yourself? The quick fix is a dirty trick and you can't tell. God bless the kids who live in the length of the shadow of someone else's dream. They love the kids who forget how to fight, forget how to yell, forget how to scream. Who's going to save you when it all comes down? If there's something you can do, then do it now. Who's going to save you when it all comes down? You better watch out. You better watch out. God bless the SOS. God bless the SOS. I mean, I'm just reading it, right? It sounds more like a poem or, you know, it's got some rhyme in it, but great song. I'm going to add this to the True Blue playlist. So I will share that on my Instagram, so look out for that. Again, this song is God Bless the SOS by The Explosion off their album Flash, Flash, Flash. All right, so that is the episode. But before I close, I did want to talk about my friend, Mr. Miller. So my friend Heath, his dad, Mr. Miller, passed away while I was in Phoenix. And Mr. Miller was someone who um, I knew as a teenager. I met Heath when I was like 14, I think. And his dad was always cool. He'd have shows at his house. You could sleep over. Heath, like my mom was real cool. She like let me do almost anything. And Heath's dad was like the equivalent to that. And I'm like, that's cool. This guy must be cool because he can kind of go and like do all, you know, hang out and like do shit, have people sleep over and stuff. And when I met his dad and started hanging out with Heath more, we'd go to a lot of shows. His dad, I believe, owned a pharmacy in the Bronx. So he was always in the city. He was from the Lower East Side. So his dad would take us into the city. We'd go into Brooklyn. We'd go into New York to see shows. So as a 14, 15-year-old kid where most of my friends weren't able to get into the city, or at least in that sort of fashion, I was able to. And I can remember him like dropping us off. I can remember him like double uh double parking and I was staying I had to stay in his uh in his truck. I can remember like one time him and Heath had to go take care of some business in New York. We were double parked. 
and I was like pumping, like blasting uh, this Ignite song called Embrace. And it was cool because he, you know, Heatstat had a really nice truck, so it had really nice speakers, especially for the late 90s. So, um, and we'd, you know, a lot of times after the shows, we'd go out to a diner, and I love pizza burgers. And I would order pizza burgers almost everywhere. And I kind of still do when, I, when I'm when i back east because they're just amazing. And he would always fucking pay for it. He'd always pay. And I was working at the time. You know, I worked early on in my life because I always wanted money, you know. I didn't get an allowance and shit. So it was important to me to have some money. So, uh, yeah. I mean, just so, so generous. I can remember one time, too. So Heath always had, um, like, the best technology. Um, before anyone, he had cell phones, he was, you know, texting, everything. And one time we got a flat tire, his dad shows up to help us out. And as he shows up, his dad like ran over like, I don't know, like a, like a dagger or something (laughs) or a hatchet and his tire exploded. And it was hilarious because we, we were watching him drive up and like kind of start to park. And (laughs) when his tire exploded, we're like watching his face kind of go like, what the fuck? So here we are, we're all on the side of the road. I think it was in Norwood. And then we, we called AAA and they came and did their thing. Um, but I just wanted to dedicate this episode to Mr. Miller because he's such a such a great man. Um, someone who will be dearly missed. And I'll never, never forget him. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to just share a little bit about him. Um, so yeah, so God bless him. God bless Heath. God bless everyone out there. Thanks for listening and I hope everyone has a great week. Peace, everybody. Peace, everybody.